This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger sales podcast from ClosingBigger.net. The discussion today is really focused around two areas. I find a lot of times people have an agenda and they keep promoting an either or. For instance, the either or is, should I invest in training my people or not? Another either or is, is training better or is coaching better for my sales team? My answer to this, and of course those of you who follow my podcast and listen to a lot of what I do will realize that I'm not an either or kind of guy. I tend to be varying degrees of each. I'm open to many things and I believe that there is no certain answer to most business challenges. In fact, most business challenges and life challenges aren't black and white. They're often complex, multi-dimensional challenges that need to be overcome with what I believe is an open mind. So let's focus on these two questions. I saw a blog entry recently that was posted, and it was posted by Sales Bloggers Union. And uh, I believe it's sales, at Sales Bloggers is the Twitter account. And I picked it up and I read this quick article they'd linked to. And I can't remember the name of the author, but I thought it was really interesting. Was that they talked about the fact that during tough economic times, what they would suggest to sales leaders is to cut their training budgets, to stop training, and just get out in the marketplace and coach their team one-on-one. So again, this is an either-or. It's not should I coach or should I train, but it seems like it's an either-or. What I've found is this is a very misguided approach. I see people this all the time. They realize, you know what, training doesn't work, so what we should do, again, I'm not sure where they get this concept that training doesn't work, but training doesn't work, so what we should do is we should just do one-on-one coaching with our team. Or the other one is, you know what, we can't afford to pay that hourly rate for coaching, so let's pull all our guys together and do one training session instead. I believe both of these things are going to miss. Here's what training does when you bring people together in a room or even through a webinar process even if you're using something like Ustream, is it pulls a whole bunch of people together. I like, of course, in a group one-on-one, if at all possible. And the learning that occurs isn't just from the person in the front of the room, but from the synergy of the audience. In addition to this, in most cases, great learning is not about content. Content's really important, but a great instructor, trainer, speaker is 90% connection and 10% content. And I'm quoting John Maxwell now. So as we look at this, if you have a dynamic trainer, dynamic speaker, who's engaging a group of sales professionals and helping them develop, I believe, number one, it buoys the motivation. There's a level of energy in the room and momentum that's almost euphoric. People leave inspired and ready to take action, and they learn from one another. They get to develop team. They get to connect with their managers And all this happens at once. This is why even book of the month programs at companies are so important. If you have all the sales team or everybody across the board reading the same book, we're often going through the same adjustments and we can create a great amount of cultural change all at once. The challenge with just one-on-one coaching is that yes, it's customized for the individual needs of each of the individual sales professionals or whoever else we're coaching, but in a lot of cases, there's not a synergistic movement forward that's in the context of the corporate vision and goals all at once. That's what training and group development in synergy does. Now, 
We've all been to a seminar and been really excited, left meaning well to implement all these great things we learned from this inspiring trainer or speaker, but then we get back to the office, we've got 52 emails, 22 voicemails, 12 at replies from your Twitter account, plus some faxes, and a board meeting to go to, and you get bogged down. This is where something like coaching really works, is that if you have a coach, whether your manager's coaching you or you've hired an external coach, you've got someone who can sit down with you weekly, coach you through and look at where you're going, and keeps you a bit more accountable to the changes you want to make. In addition to this, everyone has unique challenges within an organization. Sometimes training can't address all these things. So what coaching can do is dig down into these individual challenges and create behavioral change over time and reinforce that change in a positive way to get a result. I believe it is oversimplified and reckless to suggest that you should replace training with coaching or coaching with training. In fact, a blended approach of self-directed learning, of coaching, of implementation, of training and development, and strong leadership is really what it takes to make a successful sales development program. Now, let's talk about pulling the trigger all together or pulling the rug out from underneath sales development. I've seen, through a number of my clients, both positive approaches and negative approaches to this. Some people have said, you know what? The economy's tough. Clients are going to be spending less. You know, we've got to make sure that we're not eating up budgets. We're not sure if really our salespeople are going to produce any more results. So, hey, let's hire new salespeople, but let's not train them. Let's take our existing guys that are exhausted, who've been pushing hard, who've made twice as many calls as in the past to get the same number of revenues, and let's not train them. Let's not create a venue for them to be recognized, to fire up their motivation again, to recharge their batteries, whatever you want to call it. Let's not do these things. I think that is also a bit dangerous. If I've got a team of sales professionals who've made it, We've made the cut. Yeah, I've laid off people who don't produce. I've kept a lean team, but that lean team is tired and they're not getting the recognition they used to get. Maybe it's not training. Maybe it's an evening out. Maybe it's a way to recognize them. But the key is, is I see that training and development, a way to motivate people but give them tools to succeed in this environment, are really, really important. In addition to this, Tom Peters asked this great, or made this great statement. I love this statement. And one of the questions was, what if I hire these new sales pros? these new marketing people, these new customer service people, whatever they are, what if I hire these new staff and after I invest all this money into training them, they leave or I have to fire them? And his answer was, and I love this answer, is he said, what if, what if they don't leave? What if you don't fire them and they stay working with you and they're not trained? How inefficient is that? So as we look at this with teams that are now leaner and smaller, trying to get more or better results, Often internally, corporations also don't have the process or the time to put together great training and development, great coaching packages. Now, yes, I'm biased. This is my business. That's what I do for a business. With that said, I also know how much work it goes into developing a training program or making sure that we are teaching the best practices and not just the practices we know in our vacuum. So whether you're using myself for training, one of my competitors, or internally you've got a budget for it and some great people inside, now is the time to gain market share. Now is the time to tune up and motivate those people who've stuck with you through challenging times and really invest in them. 
So question is again, would I cut training? Yes, I would. I would cut some of the non-essential things, some of the nice to have. But those types of programs that can drive return on investment, those types of programs that could keep exhausted people on your team on board so they don't burn out are the ones that you want to invest in. Should you train or coach? My answer is both, depending upon the challenge. But I would say to a large degree that the momentum gained from group training cannot be matched by one-on-one coaching. And the intimacy and individual solutions from one-on-one coaching cannot be matched by training. This is Shane Gibson's Closing Bigger Sales Podcast, and today a bit of a sales rant as well.